I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And for these few weeks, I'm sharing some old articles that I wrote and found when I was looking for some research material for writing the Daily Treasure devotionals. And each one reminds me of mundane moments that I would have forgotten if I had not written them down. And so I hope that as I share them with you, they will encourage you in your own walk of faith. So today's devotional is called Security Blankets and Jesus. And today's treasure is from Isaiah 53, verses two through four. For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. I fingered the silky softness of the beautiful blanket and wondered what magical fabric could hold up to the marketing claim that babies wrapped in this blankie felt as though they were back in the security of the womb. We had just learned about the coming birth of a new grandchild. So I plunked down more money than I ever expected to pay for a baby blanket. Pretty sure the manufacturer's claim was bogus but willing to take the risk that our coming grandbaby would crown this as her favorite possession. Seven years later, I have to accept responsibility for putting a security blanket addiction into the hearts of six of our precious grandchildren. As I write, one of these blankets is on its way to an orphanage in India. With hopes, this piece of cloth will help communicate comfort and security to our soon-to-be-adopted granddaughter. Perhaps the most vivid picture of the comforting power of these blankets is the attachment of our three-year-old grandson to his original dark blue airplane blankie. I recently observed an unhappy Caleb grab his filthy, smelly companion. He slowly slipped its edge through his fingers until he found a tiny piece of silk to caress with his fingertips. His countenance relaxed and all was well with his world once more. To any normal observer, Caleb's bloodied from frequent nosebleeds and shredded source of comfort is disgusting and belongs in the trash. There is little left of the original silk. His mommy is fearful it will disintegrate with any more washing. Its original beauty is long gone and there is nothing attractive about it. Anyone who sees it will reject it as having any worth and will recoil at the thought of touching it. Anyone but Caleb, that is. A new blankie, $55. Snuggling with the tried and true blue airplane blankie, priceless. Caleb's bloodied, ugly, and disgusting blankie reminds me of Isaiah's description of the Messiah. Isaiah describes Jesus' physical description as unattractive and repulsive. Yet like Caleb's addiction to his ugly blankie, those who know Jesus intimately hunger for his touch and long for the security of his love. Caleb's attachment is rooted in his experience, not in his blankie's appearance. Those who love Jesus hunger for his touch for many reasons, but often because his touch heals the hurts, calms the restless heart, 
and presses peace into our troubled souls. The more he travels with us, the more bloodied he becomes with our spiritual nosebleeds. But those patches of reality make him all the more attractive to us. Those who do not know the love of Jesus do not understand the soul addiction of those who do. When a bully grabs our favorite toy, taunts us with the unfairness of life. When relationships break, a dream fails, a job is lost, a husband walks out, a child refuses to listen even when restful quiet eludes us in the chaos of everyday life. Those who have been wrapped up in the bloodied salvation of God's Son are desperate for the comfort and peace, the presence and promise Jesus brings. Our longing for His touch appears foolish to those who don't know Him. They're mystified by the ah that slips from our lips when the strength of His Word relaxes our tense spiritual muscles. And yet, friends, that ah attracts their wounded souls and can stir up a similar desire to know our Jesus as well. When I told Caleb's mommy that these blankets are no longer available, she said she didn't think he would accept a replacement for his tried and true lifelong companion, no matter how shiny and clean it might be. We tried to give him a similar brown elephant blankie. No, thank you. And so with Caleb's permission, I found a piece of dark blue fabric and hand sewed it over the original shredded silky cloth. Caleb gratefully accepted this improved version, and yet, Somehow, he found little remnants of the original fabric to pinch and stroke for comfort. Only the original, the real deal, meets his needs. Someday, Caleb won't have room in his hands for his special blankie. Baseball bats, basketballs, pencils and books, and even piano keys will replace the silky softness of this unique source of comfort and familiarity but he will always need a perfect source of strength, comfort, and one day grown-up wisdom. So every day his mommy and daddy and those who love Caleb teach him about Jesus' love and how he can trust him with the hurts and joys and need for security, comfort, forgiveness, redemption, and wisdom. Oh friend, how about you? What is your security blanket? I hope that it's Jesus. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for Treasures Along the Way. And I want to offer you a treasure that I know is going to be exactly what someone who is listening to my voice needs to hear about today. And it's called Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. One of the best things about being involved with Market Ministries for me is meeting people from across the world who are walking by faith even though it is in the context of deep grief or deep loss. And Clarissa Mall is one of those people. Her young husband, Rob, died unexpectedly, and she realized that she was at a crossroads. She could walk toward hope, or she could slide into hopelessness. And Clar Clarissa decided that she was going to walk toward hope. In this conversation, we talk about whether there is any way to prepare for such a tragedy. Are there stages for grief? What kind of work can grief do in our hearts that grows the fruit of the Spirit? How is it helpful to welcome an emotion like fear? And how does dissecting an emotion help us keep those emotions in check? 
Should we even try to keep them in check? What about regrets? And so much more. I, I just want all of you to hear this conversation with Clarissa Mall. She is such an encouragement to me personally, and she wrote her book, Beyond the Darkness, A Gentle Guide for Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. That was, and it was a best-selling new release in 2022. And what's even better is she's writing two new books, a devotional and a grief handbook for teenagers. So friends, make sure you go to helpandhopenow.org. That's helpandhopenow.org. Look for my conversation with Clarissa Mall, Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us. And I look forward to being with you tomorrow.